0: Welcome to Why I'll Never Make It, a lighthearted podcast that takes a revealing look at a career in the entertainment industry, featuring stories and conversations with those on stage and backstage, on screen and behind the scenes. To keep up with all the guests and episodes, go to the website, winmepodcast.com. There you will find ways to follow and connect via Twitter and Instagram, as well as ways to support and donate to this podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Oliver-Jones, and this is Why I'll Never Make It. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Why I'll Never Make It. You know, one way that we as actors, we try to make it, certainly here in the city, is not just through our onstage performances, but also doing stage readings, doing concerts, doing you know little little gigs for either friends of ours or for um, producers that come along. Another way that we get to make a little side money is through commercials and that has certainly been a big boon to me in those down times when I have months in between uh, work then commercials often can come along you know fingers crossed you hope they come along and they can be a big boon. And one of the great things about working in commercials is of course the people that you get to meet there. And one of those people is Lothair Eaton, my guest today and get ready for a, absolutely uproarious conversation. He is one of the happiest, funniest people that I know, and I'm sure after this, uh, <laughs> after this conversation, you're gonna feel the exact same. He is someone who has been in New York quite a long time and has come and gone, just like myself, to do work here and there, and one of the biggest projects that he's worked on is Starlight Express. Not done a lot here in the U.S., but definitely done a lot in Europe, and so he's traveled around Europe doing Starlight Express, and so he's going to share a lot of those experiences with us, as well as his time teaching, being a coach, the lessons that he's learned, and the lessons that he gives while he does that, as well as what we do in the down times, and how we make it through those times in between. Because after being in Europe for so long, he comes back trying to find a job, as we all do when we come back and go back and forth between our uh, out-of-town gigs and being here in New York. Anyway, it is such a great conversation, and I am so glad that he's here on the program with me today. there thank you so much for being here on the podcast oh I'm happy to be here <laughs> my goodness finally <laughs> right right yeah yeah because we've been in talk for a few months I know. And, and, and finally so what have
1: you been up to the past few months keeping you so busy keeping me busy I well actually I've started teaching um, oh, which right. has been the latest part of it but um, the end of the year I was doing elf. Elf, the musical, How about which that? was a riot. <laughs> and, then,
0: and, and what part did you play in that? Or
1: Elf, the Macy's store manager. <laughs>
0: of course.
1: Oh, had such a great time. That was through Algonquin Playhouse. And I, you know,
0: I've never even been in Maine, but I hear Algonquin's great. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. And they
1: take good care of you. It really was lovely, yeah. No complaints. Love it. <laughs> now,
0: now you and I met doing a commercial. Yes. But and, and so you you're you're on camera as well as on stage. And so yes. how do you kind of bridge between right. both of those? Well,
1: it's these days. It's been a little bit of everything. <laughs> right. You just got to make money. You just got to pay the rent. Right. You know that that's that's life. You know, um, there have been times when I was able to just be performing, and I was in longer contracts. Um, which you know that's the actor's dream <laughs> of course <laughs> Is the dream, um but actually, many years ago, while I was in Europe, I started teaching, so i've always had in my head that at some point I would like to get into coaching and vocal vocal coaching as well as teaching mm-hmm. very you know whatever age um kids on it. I've done little kids from like six years old, I'm telling you. yeah, Auf Deutsch in Germany. In Germ- oh my gosh, wow. In um, I've been back in the States five years, so I imagine I've been doing about seven, seven, eight years I've been teaching and coaching now.
0: It's interesting, as a teacher, and since you're teaching repertoire and, and vocal technique, mm-hmm. what have you seen has kind of transitioned or things that have come and gone through those seven years that you've been teaching that's like this type of song was great seven years ago now we need to do a different type of singing or a different songs
1: yes well uh, <laughs> one thing bless the women because they <laughs> have to belt higher and higher and higher you know right right They're, you know so you've got to, and but not that's not for everyone so you have to also tell Tell young females or any female that if something isn't right for them that they shouldn't, you know, you shouldn't try to go for that. Be true to your voice and find what your voice is. And then bring the best of that out.
0: Yeah, because I remember whenever I was coming to the city about 10 years ago, you know, I certainly had this belief, like, I can do a lot of things. You know, I may have the things that I do best, but I can do it all. I can do it all. And, <laughs> and so I was auditioning for this and that, you know, from rock to classic to, Absolutely. to, to pop music. I mean, and everything in between. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because I really thought that I, I should just go for it all. Yeah. But as I've gotten older, I realized... You know what? I have the things that I do best, and that's what I need to stick with. Is that part of the teaching that you go through? That
1: that definitely is is a is a part of it. I mean, I I say you should you should learn everything, sure. and you should you should if you have a desire for something, go for it, try it out. Um, especially if you're young and you're, you know, like you say you're just coming to New York right out of school yeah. and and yes of course you should um you should go for it and and dip your toe if you can in the various various um different styles and and whatever but i have found for myself just as you have you know you figure out your lane and then you try to enhance that and be as solid in your lane as possible and hopefully you can create your lane to be as Diverse and as, as big as right, possible, right? Right? You know? It can be a wide lane. It can be a wide lane. <laughs> we hope to have a wide lane, a double right. wide. Yeah, please, please. <laughs> One can hope. You know, for me, it has, uh, and through my career, it has shifted because you know when I when I started, I got here, I was about twenty three, and but I've always had baby face, and so <laughs> right, right, you probably look the exact I, same as you, did. <laughs> <laughs> you <made> me blush. <laughs> Not quite the same, but you know, I just had I've always had a young, a youthful look. Mm -hmm. And so I was looking 15, 16, easy. But for me, when I came to New York, what was tough was because I was vocally a little more classical. Mm. A bit more legit. Yeah, Yeah. a little more legit. And what they wanted from a young black man was gospel. Right, right. They want the soulful sound. (laughs) Yeah. And I was like. Hmm, really okay <laughs> and i came close to cc and, and in the beginning in dream girls and yeah. and that one eluded me but then i i got to do cc eventually in, in dream girls two productions um yeah. almost back to back actually and the second one the first one was great as well but the second one in particular at downtown cabaret was brilliant with this cast of just sang and children yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> you know um, Brenda Braxton and Allison Williams. They helped stage it, mm. uh, the dance, mm-hmm. dance wise, and Wayman Thompson directed it. And they were all in the original, you know. So wow. that that was that was kind of dream come true, as well as a great learning situation for me because I was with people that naturally did all the rifts and, you yeah. know. So did you that, feel like
0: you were kind of out of your shell a bit? Kind yeah, of out of, yeah. out of your lane, as we were saying? Uh,
1: that was a bit out of my lane, but I learned so much. And I, I learned my spot in that lane. And that particular character does not need to do all of that, which was lucky for me <laughs> <laughs> right. as well, because he's not the one that's on stage. The girls are. Right, right. You know, um, but I was around these great singing children that had, that was part of their gift. And I learned so much um, being in that production and hearing all those people and working with them. You know, Vanessa Jones, um, Tanisha Gary, all the, all these great, fantastic singers. That I, I had a blast. Had an absolute blast. Even Gina Torres, who you know was <laughs> now doing movies and yeah, TV yeah. and everything. She was Dina, and oh, it was great. I bet.
0: And and it's experiences like that, that you being a teacher, I'm sure you pull from that. And now you're able to give that to your students. To give to
1: the students. Absolutely. Because, you know, I'm, I'm honest with people, I did not study to be a teacher, but I was blessed to have some great training myself. Back at good old Carnegie Mellon, you know. <laughs> B. Krebs, I love you. My, my voice teacher, <clears throat> B. Krebs. Right. And um, loved her. And uh, as well as, of course, the acting training that I got. And then all you learn and take from all the experience in the shows that I've done over the years. Um, and yes, now 30 some years down the line. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know. I know the years keep going. They keep flying. The, yes, they do. And yes, then I can, I have that too to give to the students and then you know because you've done these different things then you get creative as well in the moment with a student and they go okay try this and they're like oh that worked yes <laughs> <laughs> right right yeah, there's always those you aha know. moments
0: the light bulb comes on he's like yes yeah that's, that's and, what it is and
1: that i love that yeah. that i love about working with with students of, of, like I say, of varying ages.
0: Yeah. And what is it that, like, the top one or two things that you try to tell them as they begin this journey of, you know, going to school and, and mm-hmm. beyond and
1: performing? Well, I'd, if if they ever ask me, the young kids, about, should I just come into New York or should I, you know, go and train? And I I always tell, even though that, yeah, I'm a little biased because it's what I did, but get your training. If you can, I'm glad that I did one of the four-year programs, you know, one of the conservatory type schools. It was fantastic. Um, If you can do that, I say go for it. Yeah, because it's it really is solid training, really set to get you ready for what's to come once you get out there in the big bad world. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I mean, because there's something about having a foundation before you get here, because certainly being here is going to be its own lesson. and, and, and And there's its own you know, just being in the city itself, and then mm-hmm. being uh, in front of these types of casting directors, doing this type of audition process, you're you're, you're you're still going to be learning because mm-hmm. it's it's going to be far different from the university setting. Yes, but at the same time, if you can have that foundation already, so that you you at least know, okay, well, I, I at least know what I need to sing. I know how to sing it. Mm-hmm. I know how to, as you mentioned, the acting training. Yes. you know, having all those tools already in your in your woodshed, ready to come out, <laughs> you know, is, 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 is helps. important. Yeah. You
1: know, tell I remember billy wilson telling us in dance class he's like look if they tell you to do a double pirouette don't do a triple do a double you know just little things like that about really paying attention to in your audition and if yeah. they say give me this give them this yeah. <laughs> you know in a dance audition i don't do many dan- dance oh, auditions no. these days oh no but please. you know in the <laughs> days gone by i did quite a few <laughs>
0: So, so now that you've been here in many years, yes, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, what would you say now is, is making it to you? Do you feel like mm. that you have made it at
1: this point? <laughs> well, That's a fine question. right? I would say I've made it at times. <laughs> right. There's moments, right? I think to m- making it, oh, making it to me, making it and being a successful actor is a working actor. Yeah, for sure. Because there's so we know as we've been doing this for a while, there's so many that are talented as heck, but just unfortunately for the breaks or whatever, it just doesn't quite, you know, pan out or work out some ever, which is in you know ridiculous. And people that you train with that you know are ridiculously talented and it happens a bit but maybe just not as much as as they wanted or that you expect yeah um and that's luck of the draw sometimes
0: <laughs> and so in in that making it do you feel like that that's still something that you strive for or do you feel like that you've come to a place where it's now not settled into it but but you feel content mm-hmm. with where you're at
1: i i am <laughs> i am happy with where i am but i still definitely have things that i strive for mm. um because I do, I was, let's see, I was away in Europe for many, many years. I was very fortunate to live over in Germany, was my home base for two different times, but a total of 17, 18 years. Yeah, and was most and of that
0: doing Starlight Express? A
1: good chunk of that was yes. doing good old Starlight Express, which I have to give a shout out to all of my Starlight buddies and <laughs> the Starlight fans across <laughs> the globe, because yeah. tonight is actually the 35th anniversary of the original production of starlight express how, in london
0: how about that <laughs> so wow. i've been
1: seeing all the things on them on my feed and that's actually
0: like long before you and i met but, yeah. but, but we have that connection because two good friends of mine were a part of that we're part uh, of starlight. Were part of that, that germany star yeah
1: and which that that will forever be a highlight for me in my career and life i mean um, i told you a bit i've done unbelievably two thousand 976 performances of the role of papa the old steam train (laughs) Mm -hmm. and you're still chugging and i'm still chugging choo-choo baby (laughs) i was you know and how blessed and fortunate was i that at 27 28 i'd been in new york for five years out of school and i i got offered this well i'll tell you about the audition that's a whole nother that's a i love lucy show Can't wait. um but i'd been here five years and then finally they offered me actually they offered me the alternate for popham originally mm-hmm. and um and some of my friends were like oh there. what do you mean you're going to leave new york how could you leave new york and i was like how could i not it's a great you know it's it's a fantastic role it's a contract that's 15 months of solid yeah, work, solid work, um, right? And I get to live life in another country, see another world, which which is so great to kind yes. of
0: get out. And, I mean, because for me, I love to travel. Yes, and, and so Same like here. like I got to do Disney for in Tokyo oh, for nine months. Oh, so living in another country for nine months, yeah, you know, being well paid and well Be, taken care of, taken care of. They right? take
1: care of you. Seeing another culture, I think that is so important. If mm-hmm. if performers ever get the chance. To to go abroad to absolutely. do something, I say, do it. <laughs> take the opportunity, take the chance, and go for it. Um, yes, absolutely. It was, and I. So much for me has come, you know, snowballed from there, mm-hmm. from there. But yes, I've, I've been here five years. Got there when Starlight was going to four to five years old, mm-hmm. so that was a couple two three years ago. Yeah, yeah, just a few. <laughs> um, I did it for three years then. Then I I left, um, but heard that there was a, a UK tour of Five Guys auditioning. Ended up getting the UK of Five Guys, How
0: about which that,
1: that uh, as well traveling all through the UK for a, a year. Mm. Um, a lot of suitcase because that one we did basically weekers oh, okay um, yeah but still I you know I got to see so much and the cast that I was working with was brilliant you know 10 men 10 funny hysterically t- incredibly talented black men that could sing dance and just make you kiki and we had a blast for a yeah. year and Stacy Haynes was our, in the forehand, and Charles Augens directed us, you know, mm. and put it together, and we had, had a blast. That finished, and as it was finishing, I was hearing rumblings that pop might open up in Vegas. <laughs> so like you do, you get on the of phone course, and send right? a few emails, a few emails later, and it ended up being, I'll say, blessing. Worked yeah. out, and yeah. then I came straight back to the States and uh, Vegas. Starlight.
0: When I hear that story, to me, that's a lot of what making it is. It's going from one job to the next to continually work and to continually work with great people, with as, as, as you were saying. Absolutely. And, and just to keep honing our craft, to keep working on it. And I, and I think this is the number one thing. And this is something that that I hear from a lot of people who really struggle, we have to enjoy what we do. Oh, we, we have to have fun. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Lives aren't in our hands. We're not doing brain surgery. <laughs> right. We're really getting to play wonderful characters, sing beautiful songs mm-hmm. and have fun with it. Yes. So let's enjoy our work, enjoy right?
1: Enjoy it. Have a blast. if you, if you And I feel like, because there are times that are tougher You know, Mm -hmm. in in between moments or even if you're in something, the blessing of doing something for a long time is having that work and being knowing that you've got that security. Right. But then you also have to keep it alive. You have to keep it fresh. Right, it's because... been a year, and you're doing the same role, <laughs> and, you're and you're
0: doing the same thing with the same with people. With the same
1: <laughs> folks, and sometimes it, it changes because you know different folks come in to play Rusty and or, or whatever. But still, it's the same role night after night, and and the people that have come in and paid a good chunk of change, mm-hmm. they're you know, seeing it for the first time. A bunch of them are seeing it the first time. Some of them are seeing it for a million times, but you know you got to be good because otherwise they're gonna talk about you. <laughs> No, but but no, you you always you have to keep it alive. You have to keep it fresh, and so that's that's the other side of that. But you know, I'll deal with that problem. <laughs> right, I, I think that's a
0: good problem to deal that's with. It's like oh, I've been problem. doing the same show, the same work Shoot. for two years now. Mm, oh, I know.
1: what to do? I know. Okay, I'll sign another one and right. I'll continue to make it fresh. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Five minutes. Thank you. <laughs>
0: Since we're on that, what yeah. is it for you that uh, that
1: keeps it fresh? I think a big part of it is that I loved the role. I still love the role. Um it it intrigues me. It it I love the material for this particular role, you know you for, start for the role of Papa. Role, right? The, right, the role of Papa and start like you start out, your first number is a big blues number. Papa's blues. Mm-hmm. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um you do your race which in Germany is a lot child you got to do that race cuz that's set they built the auditorium for the show so the the full races are live oh my it's gosh. it's
0: stunning if if I've only seen the clips and it just looks amazing yeah. when it's done
1: it's yeah. it's absolutely incredible and when when the racers race past you and you you literally feel the wind mm-hmm. of them zooming past you because they're going 30, however many miles an hour. But we're talking more than just two or three. They are flying, baby. And different races are even faster. So certainly by the time you get to the fourth race, which is the big finale to see who's the champion of the tracks, that race never stops and they are flying. And depending on... (laughs) I can remember when I'm back, especially in the old day, when it got to Sunday night... Those boys no, no, those boys would be like, okay, let's go. It's on. Oh. And then, <laughs> so they then would be like, faster. Go. <laughs> you know, <laughs> in German, los. Sein, mm-hmm. neun, acht, sieben, sechs, sieben, you know, fünf, vier, drei, zwei, eins, los! And it's like BAM! And off they go. And you just be like oh. And the girls, the carriages on the back, like, hold on, girl. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> No, but they, they, it's amazing how how fast they were. My race, race two, was a fun race. Um, I, I still had to be a good enough skater and, you know, and be able to do everything. Because, because the yes.
0: whole show, everyone's on skates the oh, whole show, right? The whole show. So, so you're not Regular, walking around. You're oh, always scooting. No, child. Yeah, you,
1: you are go. on those eight wheels the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And race two, Papa has to win the race. So... <laughs> You're going, so you got to get it. You got to get going. You know? <laughs> and what they do at the end of the race is they have what they call safeties. Ba-dum-bum. So they play the big, you know, the big race music. And then there's a certain point where it's the safeties, and you'll be coming around up the tunnel and it'll go, ba-dum-bum, ba-dum-bum, ba-dum-bum. and it'll keep bumping until you go over that nine or ten foot drop in the bowl and through the gates. Mm-hmm. So if you Depending on the night. Depending on the night, and um, I'd I know in the beginning I wasn't the speediest papa, mm-hmm. but I'm <laughs> blessed. The the original papa I heard had a had a tough time, and he had quite a few bum bumps. <laughs> <laughs> to get him they, to they, the they, finish they, line. They took care of things, but bless him, he was wonderful. Hannibal, I believe. Um, I was about the f- third, fourth, third papa, um. First cast, Papa. But um, as I said, I, I started in at the alternate shortly in that first year. I was, as situations had it, I took over in Germany. And then from then on, I've been first cast. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I do. It's it's about, if you love the role, that's a huge part. As Absolutely. You can t- I think you can tell. It's yeah. a role and <laughs> show that yeah. I have a bit of passion for. <laughs> Just a bit. Um, yes. Loving the role um, is, a, is a huge part. Also, I think when the more the more I did it, I was able to, especially in Germany, because I was there for so long and had real. That was that was my second home, really. Mm. Um, I started to be able to do little other gigs. So I started doing cabaret shows, and oh, right. um And back in the day when they weren't really doing them, and I but I was like, why can't I? I found a spot there in Bochum. This beautiful. Auditorium where they sold pianos there, but they had this four hundred and fifty seat spot that was gorgeous. That normally they had recitals. Mm-hmm. Um I had tickets printed up, you know, got the press interested. A and I talked with to Lothair. And <laughs> I yes, Lothair and Friends. There you go. And got the band. The band, you know, because the guys in the band, they always do gigs. Oh, I got yeah. The guys in the band are still the guys in the band. Most of those guys have been doing, not all of them, but a good chunk of them are people that are there now that I did it with back in wow. 92
0: when I first... So is, is most of the, the cast from Starlight that you were in, are they all German or do they come from all over?
1: All over, uh-huh. um, particularly in the early years. They, they auditioned literally all over, the, all over the world. There are people from New Zealand, Australia, um, France, Italy... The Netherlands. Then the at that time the largest chunk was American, hmm. and then British, and then everybody else from everywhere. Yeah. Now it's it's gotten to where it's the biggest chunk is British, but they have a lot more Germans in the show now, which I think is a good thing. Yeah, because they are in Germany, and it's in their their tongue. So we have to learn the German. Oh We have right. to learn yeah. it, and wow. they have coaches, phonetic coaches that that do that with you and if you're if they take enough notes you're back and you, you gotta mm-hmm. look on the board and you've got a session right <laughs> because, because you, you messed up some words you mm. you said some words that are not words that not words <laughs> you don't want the audience looking up you like hmm? huh? Wait, what did you, what did <laughs> you know say? like a puppy the puppy like the head oh. just kind of turns to the side <laughs> You're well, doing I d-
0: yeah. When I was on on cruise ships, we did this uh, Argentinian show that was all in. Oh. in uh, most of it was in Spanish, Ooh, and fantastic. so I mean, th- there there were a couple of numbers that were in English, but most of it was done in Spanish. And you know, mm-hmm. tango, big tango numbers. Mm-hmm. And there was this one that is considered like it, it's not the official national anthem, but it's basically every Argentinian knows this song. Of course, it's like the one they grew up with. It's their mm-hmm. traditional. It's it's all about their country, right? And so that's like the song you can't mess that up oh no and 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 there was oh there was one night because you know i'm singing it's it's a duet and then there's one point which i go to the front of the stage it's just me in the spotlight mm-hmm. and i just got lost and i i started repeating and i know for at least 10 seconds it was pure gibberish there was just, but you kept going no, no there were syllables coming out on pitch hello
1: hello but, but we are but, singers, hello.
0: Right, right. I'm gonna be on pitch, and I'm gonna <laughs> la, la, la 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 my way through it. But oh, there was no way no Spanish was coming out. And thankfully, oh. most of the cruising audience is going to be American, British. Right. But
1: they probably smiled right, about right, it. Right. They, they, they thought just, it was cute and sweet. And yeah, they, they just clapped at the end.
0: But <laughs> but I knew, and then I come back. You know, oh, oh. yeah, I come backstage after that. I was like, okay, well, I I need to review those. Can, where's
1: where's my script? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, now, now you're going to make me tell my one story. I can't believe I'm doing here this. Here we go. Go for it. All these years of doing this show, I only two times did I mess up my lyrics. Okay. Now, in Germany, only one time. I've been there. I was in that first time. And that day, my my leg was bothering me. And so I was really nervous that it was going to give me grief in the show. And mm. and so <laughs> I was going and I did the race. And I got through the race all right. And then Papa collapses. And at the end of the race, because it's just too much for him. And in my head, I was like, uh-oh, oh, there, move your leg back. So, I have to admit, I was being a little bit of a bad actor. And I was paying a little more attention to my leg. And, and I <laughs> kind of had it behind me. Uh-huh. And I was like, rusty, rusty, Mitsu, Ishkan, yes, ich kann, Blah blah, mehr. And then I went, brother, don't just... Ich hab gewonnen, jetzt noch einmal zu rennen, bis zum Schluss der Weise bei. As soon as I went, bis zum Schluss, my eye, my Rusty, <laughs> Kent Romero, bless him. He said my eyes got like saucers. Mm-hmm. I was right. like, mit zum Schluss der Weisewey. Then I suddenly went, ich brauche meine Freiheit, Rusty. Which was the right musical line. Right. But that was Pearl's line. Pearl sings it right. She sings, I need my freedom, Rusty. And that was right. me, Papa, singing it. <laughs> I, said, I need my freedom. E frei, er, frau, mine, frei, Rusty. And then I went, nabba, zubba, Rusty, do you must close? Then I knew where I was. Okay. Everyone zubba, on this zain," was suddenly my German. For that moment, the cast turned their backs <laughs> on the audience and were just yeah, shaking. Of course. Ken Romero, bless Ken Romero my Rusty, solid face, right in my eyes. He's like, I got you here. And we got through that scene. He's like,
0: just look at me. Keep it going. Keep scene. going. Oh. My and God. I got
1: off stage. I was like, oh my Lord
0: <laughs> Don't you love that? Don't you and love it? Because a
1: million things start running through your head. Because it doesn't in two matter. Seconds.
0: Yeah, it doesn't matter German or English. There's gonna be that time where just Gone, it Your 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 mind is, but but yeah. fortunately, there's like those five seconds, which feel like five minutes. It goes away, and then it comes back. Yes. thankfully.
1: Thank you, Lord. Oh my yes. goodness. Oh, yes. those moments are always. Fun. Yeah, that was and uh, quicker. One time in Vegas, same spot, which is insane. I oh. after the who knows why I did that time in Vegas, who knows. Um, <laughs> and at, after the race, I was like. I got to the same thing, Rusty, Rusty, listen to me, I can't just say, Rusty, Rusty, listen to me, I don't know what to say, and I'm mm, like, Rusty, mm, Rusty, Rusty, mm, Rusty, oh, Rusty, and the company manager was in the audience, she said, it was like, did Papa have a stroke for a moment, and i said, mm, rusty, mm, rusty, and I just, mm, Rusty, until I knew where I was, <laughs> That's what you gotta do
0: sometimes.
1: Papa was tired after the race. Papa, yeah, that race she took it out of weary.
0: him. He was weary. Oh my goodness! <laughs> oh my right. goodness! <laughs> I love that. You know, a- after all these these years of doing Starlight, you yes. obviously, as you said, you moved on, and then you came back to the states. You did yeah. Vegas for a while,
1: and then what eventually brought you back to New York? As I said, this this now is my third time in New York. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, because I, I like I said, I came back that time, then went. Um when I came back I did nonsense amen off Broadway which was oh that was just mm-hmm. silly silly fun <laughs> sister Mary Hubert we were the original company had a blast then went back to Vegas did um did effects with Tommy Too oh wow yes. yeah and can you imagine I was the master of laughter <laughs> Can't imagine. Can you imagine? I mean, you've been so somber <laughs> in
0: this interview. I'm really like wondering where's the Lothair? I know. I know. I I, I, mean, I I don't know what's going on with me. Yeah. Um,
1: but but yes, yeah, so I did did that. Then I went back to Ger- Germany for the second time. Oh right. Then did New Zealand Starlight. Then <laughs> <laughs> Starlight has popped everywhere for me. That's A Real blessing. One, that's wonderful. Through though. through career, it really. And, and what's
0: interesting is that it rarely ever gets done in the U.S.
1: This is the one place it just never quite sparked like it did everywhere else it did like two years on broadway i think it had two different national tours mm-hmm. in the right away, and then later years year, year and a half each time i believe but um yeah the the states is the one place where it just hasn't done hasn't done as well but they make up for it everywhere else. Mm-hmm. My lord. I everywhere bet. else. But um yes, yeah, so the last time I did it was a UK tour and that was two thousand twelve to thirteen. And that after that, then I came back to the States. Actually it was for family. For family reasons. I came back and I'm thank goodness I came back. Um turned out my mom passed away and which I wasn't expecting and that was a surprise. That wasn't why I came back, but everything happens for a reason right everything works and i was with her her every day for her last four years Mm, four years four months um so that was a huge blessing then from there picking up the pieces and and um i decided okay there's a reason why i'm back here and they were in miss and my aunt is still in mississippi um i was like okay new york let's go and i was i was determined i was like i'm i'm back here in the states i meant to come back i came back and now it's been that was 2014 in May and yeah. i've been back ever since now i i must admit being away for as long as i was it hasn't been as easy <laughs> not that it was ever not that it's ever easy but especially here it's, in new york but yeah, yeah but coming but back coming back after being away for so long that was difficult in the business and, mm. and then, so and many how, new how casting so? well there's new casting people that don't know you um, there's definitely some of the older ones that were around then, but I've been gone for so long. Um, I actually found even with coming back to an old agent, I had trouble getting into auditions hmm. and I think people that didn't know me just didn't bring me in. And I've worked, I was working for years, have resume, I've been everywhere and but doing it, but, all these shows, but, but, but
0: I've I've heard that, and and I because I, I remember that uh, my previous agent before the, my current one, he he was saying that that I was kind of known as the guy who went out of town, so I wasn't brought in a lot, and <sighs> and, and, and and you can work a lot out of town, which I a- I, I have done a lot of, yeah. But working here in New York is you kind of have to make the sacrifice, not go away for a long time, and just stay here, not do anything else, yes, and just wait on them to call you, wait on. Th- I think and, that's and, and part of it now. in particular in
1: particular i maybe it was then as well but i i just feel like it wasn't as intense back then (laughs) i mean still i think you you needed to be around and for them to really keep calling you in and Mm -hmm. whatever but this was the longest chunk the second time that i went to europe was the longest chunk of time that i had been away that was 15 years Mm. um yeah yeah. That was 15 years. and But you know what? I, I'd do it again. I, I had the time of my life. I had the time of my life through, again, through Starlight. But Starlight brought other opportunities for me. Um, and other shows. And just meeting other people. And getting to do gigs and work all over the world. Was yeah. um, an experience I wouldn't trade for anything. Um, but as I said, now coming back, it just meant there was a little more work. To dig into the trenches, trenches to get people to see me and to get get myself known in the casting community. Yeah, you kind of have to reintroduce again. yourself to everyone yeah. again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're kind of it, like a freshman all over, <laughs> right? In a funny way. Yeah, in a funny way. But um, but I, you know, I'm not complaining because bit by bit, I I had things to deal with in the beginning, which sometimes happens as you mature. You have life things. That right. come into play. Right. For me, the passing of my mother was huge, is huge still to this day. Right. It's been like oh, five years and just over five years. And I still think, you know, you think about her every day. And I what, was she a big supporter of your career. Huge, yeah. huge. And we we talked no matter where I was in the world, we talked probably twice a week, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we're just always in touch and all my mother was always, always supportive. Yeah. Um yeah. And as and it was, it was such a shock when she passed away because she was so vibrant, such a vibrant woman, um, that it really kind of cut me to the core, kind of <laughs> cut a hole in my soul. And so it it, I needed some time. Even when I was back and saying yes, I'm ready to get back into things, I needed some time to <laughs> I bet. figure yeah. out what was next, really, and where am I and healing through where I what I had just gone through and losing my mom and, okay, where, what are we doing? And so it, it's, it actually doesn't surprise me that along with how, how life goes. And I, I started working on the other things and started the teaching, you know, which was smart, which is, I was fortunate that I was able to start something else and still be in the business when that I enjoy and love and have been a part of all my life. And, then, bit by bit, then shows start to come, and uh, and then like the commercial that we <laughs> right that the, we are yeah, yeah, the doing, Affleck commercial that we good did. Good old Affleck. And right. Also, as I've as I've matured, I've started doing and going out for other things. When I was younger, my agents only sent me out for musical theater, even though I wanted to do other things. Now, when I've met when I was meeting with agents to see who I would be with, or now I'm with a the manager, they I tell them, look. Yes, clearly I'm a singer and musical theater, Broadway is what I want to do. But I also, I see myself in commercial work and TV work, you know, that right. my type is out there. So, you know, let's work towards that as well. And I've been fortunate to have agents and managers in these last three, four years that have been supportive in that way and have pushed pushed me in. So that. That part of the performing world is opening up, and that's something that I think you think you realize probably more as you mature, that there are other parts of the business as well that are still performing that you can have a blast with and and support you <laughs> it, yeah, <laughs> to yeah, be able to wait for your other big auditions. <laughs> because I, I, th- I think
0: that you've, as you said, you've been blessed through your career to get this work constantly, yeah. one right after the other. But I think for a lot of us, and I know that for me, it's been since last November was the last time I worked. And mm-hmm. so now we're looking at five months in, yeah. and I've just kind of been auditioning, been busy but right. i haven't been like working uh-huh. you know, as 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 far as like the paycheck and so there's going to be those downtimes and so you got to figure out ways and commercials are a great way a fantastic teaching way. and it, you know it's a great way to as you said stay in the business and and keep going mm-hmm. you know
1: and keep alert
0: keep right? alive
1: and and keep yourself excited yeah. you know because i as much as i'm trying to give to my students you know, I, we're all still learning as well. Mm-hmm. And sometimes a student will surprise me and I'll be like, ah, interesting. You know, you can learn from them sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, well uh, and, and that's why in, it's, in any experience, yeah, and yeah. that's why it's
0: so important for for us to continue taking classes, to continue yes. learning, because you know, an, an actor just as the casting directors change, the shows change, and so we as performers mm-hmm. also have to continue to adapt and and see what yes. what what the newest thing is. You know, mm-hmm. if if they need these types of songs or these types of characters, then how do I fit into this new world of of, yes. of performing and musicals? Of plays? what's happening? Right. What is
1: going on right now? Now, where do I fit? Um, yes, for, for me, looking at, okay, now we're a little older or a little more mature. But for me, it's I, I've been very positive and I stay positive about it because I feel like I'm continually growing into my type. Hmm. I think I was always a character right <laughs> you know i was a character I mean, man I, at five years old when I,
0: I certainly since i've known you i haven't seen you as anything else
1: <laughs> well you know what yeah. can i say <laughs> you know at five years old i was ready to be in the church choir but you weren't supposed to be there until you were six and, <laughs> and my aunt was in the adult choir with the woman evelyn gaston who's passed away now bless her she was amazing and she was like could you please hear my nephew because he really <laughs> wants? And I'd be out in the in the pub in the you know congregation conducting while everyone's singing. And, oh my and I went in and she you know because I I say I could sing back then you know as a mm-hmm. five year old kid, um, and she liked my energy and she actually was like, Biddy. okay, we will take him in." So <laughs> I was in who knows how long, and I'm like, you know, I was wondering. I said to Miss Gaston at the time. Would it ever be possible for me to have a solo? Now, I'm five years old. Love it. Love it. Could I read well enough, even? No. What? But I was ready for a solo. Right? Oh, my goodness. But, you know, I, I, I've I been, again, blessed to have musical opportunities and have some good role musical role models mm-hmm. around through life church as i said the church i had there was a fantastic choir and she ran it she was strict and you did your work it wasn't about coming in and fooling around and and laughing you did your work you had fun but you did your work um we haven't really talked about it but i my father's an old jazz musician Ah. legend really he plays the bass when i was born he was in the rams lewis trio oh my goodness ramsey and maurice white and you then, know I did not know that. Well, I a lot even of people know don't I <laughs> don't know. I But the um, but the Rivers
0: Lewis Trio, I know yeah, them. Yeah. Yeah. He that's was amazing. that's
1: the 60s and then in the yeah. 70s he went on to Count Basie's orchestra. So wow. he was with Count Basie. I've Basie's. heard of him. I oh, know. He was he did all right. he's somebody. He did alright in his time. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> you know wow. and was with Basie till I think with the band till about two or three years after he passed because count
0: basie was with frank sinatra yeah. especially oh, there at the end that, yeah. that he did yeah. most of their concerts yeah, yeah. yeah
1: i didn't i did not watch it live but i you know there's tons of clips eventually as i'm older i found this amazing clip that I of course had to put on facebook now that we have facebook mm-hmm. um count basie on the piano my dad on bass and Ella gerald singing oh Hello.
0: I mean, look. You just gotta go. No, no. Look, Frank Sinatra is wonderful, (laughs) but for me, the ultimate has always been Ella Fitzgerald. Miss Ella. She, like her voice. There's, there's, there's there's no one like her. No, there's no no no, like like the things that she does with her voice and interpreting a song. I think is something that no no matter who you are, whether you're a a, a pop singer or rock or classical or Mm -hmm. us musical theater people, I, I think interpretation of song is something that she could do like no no one else.
1: Yes absolutely absolutely and I I never got to meet Ellen unfortunately mm. but I did get to meet Basie um, wow. at one point because I had high school did you and- ask him for a solo I <laughs> like, hey, Mr. Bates, hey, Count, <laughs> take the A train, right. you know, can I do, you know, just one little chorus. Right, um, <laughs> no, I did not. I was very gracious, um, but I was at Interlaken, which is a place that I went during my high school summers, mm-hmm. and then I took my senior year at the Academy, um, and they did a big concert there, and so I got to see my dad perform live, and because um, my parents had been divorced by that point mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, but yeah, got to see him live, and then got to meet the band, and get to actually shake hands and meet Count Basie, which hello, legend, just mm-hmm, absolutely, oof. yeah, yeah. Um, so so yeah, so I I was very fortunate to have that also be a part of my upbringing. Um, you know, people talk about CDs or whatever that you grew up playing forever. Mine, oh my God, Joe Williams sings and Count Basie swings. I played that. <laughs> LP, ooh, that lets you know something. Yeah, remember them? That, yeah, <laughs> I, gotta, I actually have a couple two, three on this storage. No, no um, I, I still have
0: some, but but see now, now I have framed them and put them on the wall. That's now they're
1: artwork. Isn't that something? <laughs>
0: But you know what? Records oh. are making a comeback.
1: They, so so actually, actually, like they still make them now. Yeah, so yeah. you know what's old is new again. It's new again. I tell you, I got I've got, like I say, I've I played that one forever and ever. Mm-hmm. And I've got a bunch of those old, especially the musical theater. Hello, we're musical theater children. Right. Tons of those. Kiss me Kate, like what we were talking about before. Right. That was one of the shows with Alfred Alfred Drake, I believe. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was the, who was who
0: was the original Kate? Do you remember?
1: I can't. Viv- Vivian, someone. Uh,
0: I just saw earlier today. I just saw the uh, the latest revival at Roundabout right. with Kelly O'Hara, who <gasps> oh, yet yet another singer. Oh, like
1: gorgeous, like voice. The, the
0: things that she can do with her voice are absolutely amazing. amazing.
1: And I have to see this show. I must see the show at one because it's one of my old time favorites. <laughs> of course, and then to see her, and then of course you know you have one or two friends. Hello, James. <laughs> Who's tapping his, you know, butt off and being fantastic as he always is. So. Yeah,
0: I think it's one of Cole Porter's best musicals. Oh, just just as far as like, you know, just one great song after, after another.
1: another. Lyrics, lyrics, so witty and fun. Okay,
0: okay, like you know, I'm sure back in the day, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's the, um, it, it's the song that the three suitors sing to Kate. Tom Dick or Harry, right? Tom Dick or Harry. <laughs> And I mean, I had heard the song before, but and I don't know if they just accentuated it, but the dick dickity dick dick uh-huh. that part, dick that part, dick dick oh oh, oh they were,
1: <laughs> did they accentuate? They it? were
0: accentuating their dickity dick dicks <laughs> on stage, All and right. so ball change right. <laughs> Well, there was some balls and there was some change. I yeah, there was. So, but I mean, it was very. That's I mean, I was laughing out loud at the things that they did with it. The, uh-huh. and, and I mean, but that was back. But that's in the, the that, lyrics. That, that, it's right in the lyrics. Yeah, that was back in the forties. Yeah, you know. And I mean, nowadays it's it, you know we kind of like giggle like school children Right. They, they, they do stuff like that. But back then, I'm sure there were people going like, oh,
1: "How did dare they, they? Did they what? just say dick'? Did they do a dick'? <laughs> Yes, he oh, did. Oh gosh. <laughs>
0: well, okay, so you were so you were asking who the original L- yes. L- Lily Vanessi who? Catherine was? Patricia Morrison. <laughs> Patrick, yes. Yeah, I don't, know, I don't right. know where you gave got Vivian from. Vivian? Well Because then when Vivian Lee.
1: Oh, <laughs> right, <laughs> I don't know. Right.
0: Yeah, there was no Vivian Patricia in that. Patricia Morrison. Yes, yeah, Morrison. but I didn't realize that on Broadway the first revival of it was back in '99 with Maren Mazie. I did not realize that 50 years went by. It was never done. And then finally, music. Yeah. And then Brian Stokes Mitchell -Mitchell and Maren Maisie did the revival back in '99, which was like, I I, I do remember seeing that performance um, on the Tony Awards. And it was, yeah. yeah, That was the
1: only place I saw it because I wasn't in New York at the time. Yeah. Same here. Um, Yeah. As I've been in Vegas. Yeah. So now, so but, now
0: it's been another twenty years, and now, now, and now this revival. Now,
1: yeah, it's it's worth bringing out again because it's just such a fun show.
0: But Gypsy, they do
1: every five oh, years. I <laughs> I, it's scary to think how many productions of gypsy I've gypsy, seen. Gypsy. I
0: know. They but, did
1: Gypsy when I first moved here, right? which I have to say that's Which, which one, one was of my that favorites. one? With. That was Tyne Daly. Oh, okay. Right. That Tyne Daly was amazing. I I, 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 th- I heard role. she
0: was like like she I, I don't think uh, she is the strongest singer, but, yeah, but as far as but, like character, and, uh, you acting, can't be yeah.
1: And at least the day that I saw her, the vocals were strong enough. I mean, yeah. you know, she's not a Patti LaPoe right. kind of. Right. <laughs> which which is who to I rafters. saw do it. Yeah. I didn't see that Ugh. I would have loved to I mean, have if heard there's one girl. role she was born to do, mm, of yeah. course. Of course, <laughs> I saw Bernadette's version. Okay. I saw that version, um but yeah, I didn't see. I didn't see Patties. I wish I had.
0: Look at us. We're just I don't, we're reminiscing <laughs> about for all the gypsies, right? <laughs> okay, but this this is about you. This is about oh, you. Oh, that's then. right. Yeah, right. back to me. But, yes no, So back to you.
1: I've done gypsy actually. <laughs> <laughs> sure, no, I'm gonna tell you this. That was the first. Um, while I was training at at Carnegie, and it was my first professional job during the summer, mm. I went to the Coldwater, Michigan, and the What's Tibbetts the, Opera House. The Tibbetts Opera House that still House. Okay. runs. Okay, I love this, and I. It was a bunch of our first summers, and I'm still dear close friends with a good six, seven, eight people from that company. Wow! wow. And the first show was Pirates of Penzance. Which was stunning. Um, Which
0: is another show like Kiss Me and Kate uh, that isn't done very done, often. Not
1: done, done, but a fantastic yeah. show. Yeah, um, Jay from New York City Opera. Uh, I can't remember Jave like he directed, but anyway, was brilliant. Then came Gypsy. Then came Gypsy. Then and came th- Gypsy, and, she, and, and, and what what part and, were you in there? Okay, you know the Newsboys. Yes. Well, you know how when they're little and then they when they talk about, and now we're going to get some more newsboys and make it bigger? Well, I was the more newsboys. <laughs> I was the more newsboys. Love it. And then in the second act, I was, is it Pasty or Patsy? The the stage manager in the I, second act. I, I think it's Patsy. Patsy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Pasty. That'd be kind of like, <laughs> like mm, <laughs> okay. There's one thing you're not. I'm you're not, not, not too pasty. pasty. <laughs> no. <laughs> Um yes but it, again and that was an interesting production. Yes. <laughs> and right, we right. won't go into that but it was yeah and it was my first professionals working. We all remember
0: that that very first show that we ever did. for me it was random show kismet
1: was <gasps> my up. very first
0: professional show. All right, Wonderful. Yeah. And Man, that's never done. Hello. No. No, no
1: I <laughs> No, I... There's I, some nice music in it, but it's... I, it's in,
0: in, in my years here in New York, I've never seen an audition for it. Like a, a season no. or a single audition. Uh, nothing. Mm-mm. Yeah, I've never seen it. No. But that was with Rebecca Luker. That's how I met no way. Rebecca Luker. She well, was... All right. That's uh, a
1: nice way to start. <laughs>
0: and, and her, and this is my beloved, just <sighs> stunning. Because she had just... Um, Um, she was about, I I think, I think she was in the midst of Seaworth Garden. She had been doing, uh, Mm. Christine Mm Daae in Phantom, you know, so she was in the midst of, of that world. And so, I mean, that wonderful, voice of hers was just yeah crystal yeah crystal yeah i mean you know, that that's one of those things where you know, you, you know whenever you watch people backstage that, that, there's always that one scene that one song yes. that everyone just kind of crowds kinda around always, backstage and everyone's just and watching always. from the wing not just once no no no, no. Just... every <laughs> night it's like what's she doing oh there she is mm. yeah and so it, it, yeah. it was a summer stock so it was just a week of a show then we rehearsed for another one week of uh, a show rehearsed, you know back to back and those. so we only had a week so of course every time it. she was on stage right. watching watching
1: you learn even oh that's why i'm saying that you learn so much watching the folks that that do what we yeah. do so well yeah. <laughs> you well, know. well i
0: mean it's it's, <laughs> it's really interesting because in that experience for me it, and i'm sure it was the same for you it was a lot uh-huh. of like college age kids a lot of young just starting out uh-huh. mixed with these professionals who'd been doing it for years and years mm-hmm. they had a, a, achieved a certain you know, fame for what they've done, but also sure. a certain professionalism and uh, way to conduct yourself in rehearsal absolutely. and and, mm-hmm. and how to really work on a show. And mm-hmm. I think it was watching people like that that really gave me a sense of what it means to work in this mm-hmm. business. Yes. You know, you can go to school
1: <laughs> and all right, that. Right. There, there's but, the
0: tools, but, but how to actually conduct yourself, yes. I think, is something that you only learn by doing. By doing.
1: Absolutely. You learn by doing. And and having those kind of opportunities when you're young or at any time yeah. is fantastic.
0: This kind of leads me into my next question of mm-hmm. what is it that that keeps you going in this business? Like, you know, you've had your down moments that uh-huh. there was there was your your mother passed away, there's other things that have come along that have probably <clears throat> given you pause yes. uh, throughout this business. But what is it that keeps you going and and you know, mm-hmm. auditioning, trying for that for that for next, next thing?
1: Uh, honestly is 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 my love and passion for what we are blessed to get to do. You know, Mm -hmm. even if right now I don't get to do it all the time, (laughs) I still love with all of my heart singing, singing a great song, a great lyric, you know, being in front of an audience and being able to somehow, touch someone or affect them whether that's to make them smile and have a good kiki or get a little wistful and tearful because they remember something you know like a starlight moment something tearful and mean something to you in the lyric in that way i yeah i i still adore it i still adore it and i I did back in that five year old kid <laughs> and now at that 55 year old man mm-hmm. i still you're still you know, asking for the solo I'm still asking for the solo, please somebody <laughs> I'm ready for my solo <laughs> <laughs> that is the truth, and that that is that's that's part of it i've I've grew up with it I, it's just inbred in me to to do it so that even when I'm not doing it. I may have little mini concerts in my apartment, which my roommates gotta because <laughs> you now now that I've come back to New York, I actually have roommates.
0: <laughs> because you you got to pay that rent somehow. You got to pay that rent. She's oh, expensive. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> she ain't cheap. And it does,
0: and it's only going up.
1: Yeah, yeah, you know. But it is what that is what it is. Right. Yes. Yeah, so you know we have our little mini concerts here and there <laughs> and, and do our gigs as they come up and yeah. when they come up you live for it and you you give your all cuz it's it's what we do it for you yeah. know that's why I'm, I'm i'm doing these auditions and i continue to look for new songs to audition for or to perform um you know pop rock isn't highest on my resume <laughs> but i was just looking for some don't don't laugh at me I actually watched American Idol, the L.A. section, going, let's see if I know any of these songs. (laughs) And did you? (laughs) Well, I knew a few of them, and I actually took note of one or two. I was like, well, I might be able to work that one. Right. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I don't, but you know, I I do the same thing. But I, uh, I I like I subscribe to Amazon Music, and I'll just go uh, through like what's the top fifty plays, and I'll just kind of go through that to see oh, that's what's, a good idea. what what's what's playing, what's good, what's in my range, what's what could I possibly right. glean from this? You know, because again, I think much like you, that's not my wheelhouse. Right. But at the same time, we have to be called upon to do to a do, riff, to do
1: a pop it, song, to do something exactly. contemporary. And you gotta you gotta do it, otherwise you're gonna be on the couch. <laughs> Uh, otherwise, you'd just be doing gypsy and <laughs> oh, and asking for a solo, right? You know? Right? Yeah. So you got to you have to go out there and continue to continue to get better, continue to to learn, yeah. to strive, and that's. That's what I'm still trying to do. I've still got that in me. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, where can people find you? You know, whether it's teaching or if you have something coming up, where can people find you yes. and reach out to you?
1: I have started working teaching under another studio. Okay. Um, Eleanor England, um, lovely woman. Since she's had the studio for since I think 1999, um, first out in California, now here, okay. and decided to get another another teacher there, and she picked me up. She brought you went, on? Oh, no. yeah. I was like, hello, right. let's go for it. And so um, that's something. You can look for me there as well. And that is Englandcom Wow. <laughs> Did you, you get that, folks? Got, got all that? <laughs> and then, anyway, I'm on Instagram and Twitter, <laughs> there, Eaton. Love it. And there may be even some YouTube things some festive youtube
0: moments have you had any of your your father's stuff because you mentioned that you found some uh some of his stuff on. yeah oh yeah yeah. there's
1: some there's some fantastic clips of him Yeah. yeah back in the day uh just yeah is it, and what what was your dad's first name? Cleveland. Cleveland. <laughs> like the city. Yeah. Cleveland Eaton. Cleveland okay. J Eaton. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Played I'll, bass. I
0: have to look that up because because I'm sure there's some wonderful clips <gasps> out there of the the music um, and the performers and stuff he's gotten to do back in the do. day. Back yeah.
1: in the day, he worked what, with everybody amazing. back then. Yeah. So <laughs> Lothair, thank you so <laughs> much thank for you this. Asking oh my gosh, me, this my has goodness. been such a great conversation. <laughs> it's probably been an hour and a half. I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, it's been an enjoyable hour. Thank you um, so much.
1: Likewise. Thank you.
0: <laughs> to learn more about Lothair, you can go to com. There in the show notes for the episode, you'll see all the details and links of stuff we've talked about, especially that, <laughs> that long website name. And you can uh, also check out this week's blog post as well as a link to support and donate to the podcast. More importantly, if you enjoy listening to these stories and conversations as much as I love being a part of them, especially today, then please share this podcast with those who you think would enjoy and benefit from these conversations. Also, don't forget to check out my auditions episode. Uh, In the interview today, Lothair had mentioned that audition that he did for Starlight Express. Well, that story can be found in the auditions episode from a few weeks back. So make sure and check that out. As always, thank you for joining me in Lothair today. Don't miss a single episode by subscribing on Apple Podcast or your favorite podcast app. I'm your host, Patrick Oliver-Jones, reminding you that the reasons for not making it may be countless and frustrating. But the reasons to keep going are even more numerous and rewarding. I'll see you next time.
1: Hi, I'm Lothar Eden, and you're listening to Why Couldn't Make It. I wouldn't make it. Hello. Why, I never make it. <laughs> why, see, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> this is why you'll never make it. This is why I'll never make it. I'm made up some crazy shit. No. Um, what is it again? Well, why I'll Never Make It. Why I'll Never Make It. Yeah, It's <laughs> <You're> so stupid. <laughs>
0: Love it. Right.
1: Oh. Okay. Try again. Take two. Hi, this is Lothair Eden, and you're listening to Why I'll Never Make It.